they're having single cream. They have. I don't know what they're having. <laughs> they're, 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 what? they're not having clotted cream. What afternoon tea are they going to? This is Lick the Plate. I'm your host, Cameron Bernard-Jones. My friend Toyin came down to my place for some lunch. It was a smorgasbord of food consisting of piri-piri chicken wings, crispy salmon rolls, an assortment of mixed fish sushi, and spinach and butternut squash croquettes. We washed it all down with the mimosas that we made with the Moe and Chandon champagne that Toyin brought along to celebrate life. Toyin is a super talented musical theater performer also based in London. And in fact, we both worked together in the West End musical theater show, Ain't Too Proud. Working together on Ain't Too Proud, we really got to explore just a little bit of each other's love for food and everything culinary and stuff like that. And, you know, we come from different backgrounds and have different experiences with food. And so I just always wanted to be able to have more of a conversation with you about all that because I think it's fascinating and I listen to the way you talk about food and it's like I love it so much tell me like when did you come to love it oh oh well I love food actually do you know I think where I really got serious about enjoying it and like wanting to try different things was when I first went on one of my first jobs before graduating was going on a ship um, with Royal Caribbean. And that was the first time I think that I mainly tried food from like around the world and like getting off at different ports and actually going to find like their little spots where it wasn't just like you go to, you find an American bar grill Mm. in a classic place. Um, and even on the ship, you had so many different, like, that was the first time I tried steak on a, like, on a ship. It was the first time I ever tried steak. The very first time? Yeah, the very first time. Was it good? Yeah. It was a proper steakhouse. It was really good. Okay, tell me, medium rare, medium, medium well, well done. That I'm a, I'm a medium rare through and through. Okay, so that's really interesting. Medium rare. But, but like, my mum is, like, blue. She likes it blue. And I was like, no, 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 I don't need to see it moving. I no, so medium rare is nice because it's, it's juicy. Many people all over the world who eat beef have many preferences when it comes to how they want their steak cooked. The debate will forever continue in regards to which is better tasting, which is safest to eat, etc., etc. But let's get into the science real quick. So is that blood in your steak? Well, according to the American Chemical Society, with assistance from Shannon Ryan, steak's color comes from a protein called myoglobin, which has a pronounced red color. Any red fluid you see coming out of your steak is likely water and myoglobin, not blood. So, to all those who like your steak cooked blue, rare, or any steak below well done, you can rest even more assured knowing you're not eating a bloody steak. And then that was the first times I tried sushi as well because they had a sushi bar on there. Yeah. And like you could tell it was authentic because they because because of the people that are like they hired people that were specialized in it. Mm. That was probably the first time I found love with food. And like when we when we we always used to go to um 
Cozumel in Mexico and like just finding like we used there was like this tiny little um it looks like it looks like you know those um the breakfast cafes like build a breakfast cafes like like we have here in London yeah where it's a bit run down but like you know you're gonna get a good fry up yeah yeah like in Mexico it was like that where it's like it looked you could tell it was a family run business there was like only a couple of tables and it was just like and it, like the food like the tacos the taquitos and oh just like all of that stuff like you could just tell because it was a family run business that it was properly authentic it wasn't just you going to like Oaxaca or something oh disclaimer okay so Oaxaca spelled w-a-h-a-c-a is a small fast food Mexican chain restaurant in the UK very similar to Chipotle that's not to be confused with Oaxaca spelled O-A-X-A-C-A, a city and state in the country of Mexico. I woke up and I was in the Caribbean. Then we went to Mexico. And then we was like in, we did like a a whole stint in the Med and did like Italy and Spain. And I didn't really like pizza before, but mm. when you try Italian pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The proper stuff. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's so different. It makes such a difference. But yeah, that was probably the first time I found love of like all different types of food. I want to play a little game. Oh my gosh, okay. It's simple. Okay. And it's what I call diner's choice. Mm -hmm. So basically it's like a this or that type of thing. Perfect. So we're going to go through all different types of things. Okay. And I just, it's a simple pick one or the other. Not both, not neither. You know I'm so undecided. I know. Maybe this will help you, Torian, <laughs> making, <laughs> making some, uh, some decisions. <gasps> Onion or garlic? Onion. Butter or olive oil? Butter. Ketchup or mustard? Ketchup. Salt or pepper? Pepper. Spoon or fork? Spoon. Rice or potatoes? Potatoes. Brown rice or white rice? White rice. White potatoes or sweet potatoes? <gasps> sweet potato. Raw salmon or raw tuna, like in a sushi type of situation? Oh, raw salmon. Feta cheese or mozzarella cheese? Fetichy. I knew this was going to be hard for you. <laughs> okay, you're getting nervous. <laughs> Don't get nervous. It's not a life, a life or death situation, but it's very interesting choices. Pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. Scrambled egg or fried egg? Scrambled eggs. Runny egg yolk or fully cooked egg yolk? Runny. I knew you'd do that. <laughs> Bacon or sausage? Bacon. Orange or apple juice? This one's hard. Smooth or bits? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> We've gone advanced. Um, <laughs> smooth, because you can't get... Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, you can get cloudy apple juice. Yeah. Okay, let's break that down. Ooh. Smooth orange juice or plain apple juice? Smooth orange juice. Orange juice with bits or with pulp or cloudy apple juice? Cloudy apple juice. I knew that would make a difference. <laughs> Wine or champagne? Wine. Mmm, as we sip on mimosas. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. Where's the bottle of wine then? Oh. Whiskey or tequila? 
tequila. Ooh, okay. So do you like margaritas? Oh, I love margaritas. Yes. So salt rim or sugar rim? Ooh. I had one one time. It was like black salt and it was really nice. Black salt? Yeah. I forgot where I had it from, but it was really good. It was like thick, like, oh, it was so good. It was coarse salt. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah, I need you to jog your memory. <laughs> I... oh, my oh my gosh. I'm trying to think. I can't remember. I can see someone, someone had the cocktail and I tried it and I got, and I had it. And it was like a, it was like a, a red margarita, but I can't remember. Cheese and onion crisps or salt and vinegar crisps? Salt and vinegar all the way. Oh, thank you because. All the way. Who wants cheese and onion breath? Thank you. No one wants that. I hate it. I mean, I don't hate the crisp itself, but I would just rather salt and vinegar over mm. cheese and onion because sometimes the cheese or the onion or whatever it is, mm. is just too pungent. And I'm like, I don't want this on my palate for the rest of my days. I feel like salt and vinegar is like, is like my ready salted because it's like the base. Like, I feel like that's just like the plain. Do you know what I mean? So you don't eat plain crisps? I don't mind it, but I always think of salt and vinegar before ready salted. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. a plain crisp. Yeah. Do you not sometimes think the vinegar is too strong? Oh, I love I love it when it's strong. There's like um in Aldi they do a sea salt um a sea salt and malt vinegar crisps and they're so good. So I like the kettle sea salt and balsamic. Vinegar, oh yeah, but I feel like that is not basic. No, yeah, that <laughs> is a gourmet. That, that is that is not for the week. That is not for the week. <laughs> okay. This is the controversial British question. Oh, I think I know what you're going to ask. Is it about scones? Absolutely. I, I knew it. Do, first of all, do you eat scones? Like for afternoon tea, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What is the order oh. of the condiment you put yeah. on a scone? <sighs> the great British scone debate. One that divides friendships, tears families apart, and causes strife in the land. Okay, not really, but it truly can spark up some heated arguments. I've been in many. There are two ways that people here in the UK eat their scones, whether it be for an afternoon tea or not. The Cornish way is to eat it jam first. You open your scone, spread a layer of jam on it, and top it off with clotted cream. The correct, oop, I mean the Devonshire way, is to do the opposite. Cream first. And then jam, jam on top. Yes. You heard it here. Is it correct. is cream first. Yes, because that's like the butter. Exactly. <laughs> because if you do the if you do the jam first and you try and put the cream on, it's just going to go weird. Exactly. But to be impartial, because I've 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 asked this question so many times to so many different types of people at different points of my time here in this country. Have people said jam first? Yes. Oh, an overwhelmingly majority. <laughs> I think it depends on the the consistency of the clotted cream. Yeah. Okay. I've not had more liquid, not liquid, but more of a loose clotted cream before. No, it has to be like thick. Thick. Yeah. So some people are saying if you dollop the cream on first, mm. then the jam is just going to mess it all up. But I was like, mm. I've never been able to dollop yeah. clotted cream. They're having single cream. They have. I don't know what they're having. <laughs> they're, they're not having clotted cream. What afternoon tea are they going to? Because it's not Claridge's. It's not Fortnum & Mason. <laughs> Moving on, I think you've made our point. Mm-mm. Sweet or salty? Sweet. Oh, just like you. 
it sour or bitter? <laughs> Just like me. <laughs> sour. Sour, yes. <laughs> it's a sour candy. What's something weird or unique that you eat? Oh, well, I don't think it's weird, but I feel like, but people, I feel like a lot of people think it's weird. Like when I order Chinese, I always have curry sauce, but I feel like people think, people always think that's weird. It's weird. No, it's not. So you have curry sauce with whatever you eat from the Chinese restaurant? Well, I always, well, I always usually, well, like a Chinese takeaway, I order the same thing. So Which I have is what? Singapore fried rice salt and pepper chips, and then you just douse their curry sauce all over it. Is So is the Singapore fried rice similar in flavor to Singapore noodles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it, it's like a curry... Oh, no, it doesn't really have a curry. It's, it's just got like, um, it's just spicy. So it's got seasoning. So it's not, it's a dry dish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's got like seasoning and stuff. So like Singapore noodles are my favorite. Mm-hmm. And I started making it from scratch just because i wanted to learn and you have to use curry powder so that's how it kind of yeah. yellow yeah 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 but then oh, I so put, it's like that yeah and then i put curry sauce over it okay now that i know the context i don't think that's that weird no i know but people always think like with china like why would you why would you put curry sauce with a chinese dish but i was like i feel like that might be a british thing yeah i think it because like is this the same curry sauce that you would put on on chips uh similar yeah yeah like fish and chip like yeah it's like ah, that kind of curry okay, sauce. Okay. So no, you're not putting it, you're not dumping an Indian curry. <laughs> no. Onto your Chinese it's curry. like the curry sauce from the Chinese takeaway. Got it. Yeah. I've never had that. I think when I was up in Manchester, I went to a fish and chip shop and that was an option. And my yeah. brain was, my brain is still trying to compute what that would even taste like. So good though. Is it? Chips, cheese and curry sauce. Oh my gosh. That should have been your answer. Chips, cheese, and curry sauce. Yeah. What kind of cheese? Just like normal, like cheddar cheese, any cheese. I need you to take me to wherever I can get that. Just <laughs> I, I just want to try it. Just you can get it anywhere. Like any chip shop. It's like, but it's different to like gravy. It's different to like, have you tried like poutine? Which is like. Yes. Canadian poutine. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. that's the gravy version, but you can do it with curry sauce. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That. All right, now that you say that, that makes a little bit more sense. Mm. Like the combination of savory, yeah. like, unctuous sauce. Yeah. With oh, I love it. A good old potato. Oh, I love it. A good old <laughs> potato. Oh, yes. Yeah, curry sauce on the Chinese is the best. What's something taste-wise that you once did not like, but now like? Oh, do you know what? It's probably avocados. I'm so glad you brought this up. <laughs> but it is, I feel Please like... explain. Well, because when I was younger, I say younger, but like... How old are you? 29. So like, even like, when I was like, probably before eight, like 18, before then, I didn't really go out for brunch or anything. Yeah. So like, avocados, I was a bit like, oh, I, I just don't... Like, I saw the texture of it, I was like, I don't think I'm going to like this. Um, Even like with poached eggs and stuff, I thought that was weird. It just looked like a tadpole so I was like I'm not gonna try it but then it wasn't until obviously I moved to London and I went to brunch with like friends I was like oh my gosh smashed avo is really nice and like poached eggs is literally just an egg like I just thought it looked crazy so I thought it just would have tasted weird so that's one thing Uh, but I have got a story about something that I that I didn't like my mum tricked me to trying so I thought because when I was younger I didn't really like veggies or (laughs) 
or fruit. And my mum wanted me to try carrot cake. And I just thought the thought of carrot cake makes me like, why Why would you have carrot and cake? <laughs> and then one day after after we had dinner, we always have a dessert. And mum was like, oh, I bought this toffee cake. And I was like, oh, toffee cake. I love toffee. Let me try it. And then she gave it to me. Loving it. Oh, this tastes so good. And my mum was like, do you know what that was? And I was like, what? She was like, carrot cake. <gasps> gagged for the gods oh. i was gagged but then ever since then obsessed with carrot cake now it's one of my favorite cakes but it has to have a cream cheese frosting oh yeah i don't Always. understand why any other Mm-mm. carrot cake would have anything but a cream cheese frosting but it happens and mm-hmm. i feel cheated every time i have something with what a buttercream frosting because <laughs> why would do, you want that do you know what does a good one um whole foods for a really good um carrot cake i haven't been to whole foods in years so good I wouldn't think to go to Whole Foods for carrot cake. Oh, the cakes are really good. We used to, last year, we used to buy a whole cake between us four in a dressing room because it was like £17 to buy a whole cake. Yikes. But it's so Yeah, but like the pieces are like three fifty. Also so you, yikes. So you might as well just buy a whole cake. And it lasted us like two weeks. Two weeks? Oh no, we bought it every two weeks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, like, wait we a don't minute. want a cake what? to last that long. I mean, we bought it every two weeks. <laughs> But then we got like three slices each out of it instead of like one or two for 350. Back to avocado. <laughs> I'm the opposite. So I used to love it. Mm-hmm. I used to have it mostly like guacamole. The idea of slicing an avocado and putting it over something, I never got into that. Mm-hmm. I thought, mm, no, that needs other things to make it good. So yeah, guacamole yeah. obsessed. Mm-hmm. And I remember one day I decided to be healthy. This is probably like a decade ago. <laughs> no, I decided to be healthy. Listen, young adult, you know, you're trying to live <laughs> as frugal as possible. I decided to buy an avocado because mm-hmm. I had this image in my head of someone slicing open an, an, an avocado, taking the pit out and scooping it with a spoon and just eating it that way. Oh, no. Or like squeezing lime over it. Or lime and salt. And I thought, well, if I like guacamole, I could do that. Yeah, yeah. So I did that. <laughs> and I immediately felt ill. Ill. <laughs> and I thought, maybe this is a bad avocado. Mm-hmm. And I tried it again, like, in a week. Same feeling. And every time I have enough avocados so that my brain knows you've had avocado, I just don't feel right. Oh. Now, I could have it like, you know how sushi... You have it, it's yeah, little pieces. Little pieces, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But even then, sometimes I'm like, oh, I can taste. I think it's the richness of it, yeah. or the the fattiness, and I I just don't think it agrees with me. And so oh, I, man. yeah, sadly, do not do avocado anymore if I have a choice. Did I get smashed avo like on for brunch? No, because why is it everywhere? <laughs> it's so good though. It's everywhere, especially <laughs> and you know I love a brunch, honey. Yeah. What else do you have? Gosh, you have to have smashed over and feta. Crumple a little bit of feta on it. Oh, so good. See, that sounds amazing to me. And in another <laughs> lifetime or in a parallel universe, I'm probably having it right now. <laughs> um, but currently... But not today. Uh, not, not today. today. <laughs> not today, Nick. Not today, Eiffel. <laughs> <laughs> not today, Lemon. Uh, <laughs> um, no, my brunch is usually like a... An eggs royale. Oh, okay, yeah. That's usually my go-to. Or like a good old scrambled egg on sourdough. Honey. Okay, yeah. Honey. (laughs) 
A good scrambled egg. A good scrambled egg. Okay. I was going to ask, how do you like your scrambled eggs? Medium. Like, yeah, medium. medium. I, if it's too hard, I'm like, you have completely destroyed this egg. Yeah. And if it's too soft, I'm like, is this cooked? Oh, you can still see, like, the white bits on it. Oh, exactly. Oh, no. No. It needs to be fluffy. Oh, yeah. Light. Yeah. Seasoned. seasoned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Season yeah. your eggs. Yeah. They need a bit of paprika in it. Like Something. Need... Anything. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> a mixed herb, if you want. Right. A chive. <laughs> yeah. Season your eggs yeah. while cooking. Yeah. Because... Do it in the mixer while, it while it's the already mix. there. How do you season your scrambled eggs? If I do do it, if I don't go out for brunch, it is like black pepper, a bit of salt, paprika. And you know what? Sometimes I put, I sometimes I put a bit of um, all-purpose Duns River seasoning in it just to give it that bit of kick. Yeah. I feel you. I don't use Dunn's River all purpose, but I, so I grew up um, using Goya products. Mm. Um, it's probably not big here, but um, Goya has this all purpose called adobo. Mm-hmm. And I literally put that in everything. Everything. <laughs> everything. Yeah. Including the eggs. Um, I should try aromat on it. I've never done that. I never seasoned it with aromat, but I'm not sure if that'd be a bit too much. According to CuisineHelvetica.com, Aromat is a powdered seasoning with a light yellow color. It was developed in 1952 by Walter Obrist, who worked for the Canor Company. It's a very popular condiment in Swiss cuisine, commonly eaten on hard-boiled eggs. Although Swiss in origin, Aromat is sold worldwide, with its ingredients varying per market. The second country behind Switzerland to use it most? South Africa. Well, I've only had Aromat for the first time. It might have been in between shows mm-hmm. um, at Ain't Too Proud. And I was in Agamemnon Posse's room. And I, what did I have? I think I had a pasta dish or whatever. And to me, like, pasta the next day when it's microwaved, it just doesn't have the same taste, value. taste yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. Richness and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just, it, something wasn't right. So I was like, oh, I asked for some salt, whatever, and... Um, Ahmed gave me his aromat and I've heard of it, but I was like, is this going to go? Yeah. And he was like, try it. <laughs> Let me tell you something. It was one of the best things I've ever it's, put. It's so good because you can use it just as like a, a topping of a seasoning or you can do it while you're cooking. Like you can do it after or before pre-cooking stuff. You can use it whenever. I have to get some and put it in my cupboard. <laughs> it's so good. What else do I... Oh, my, my scrambled eggs, yes. So, goyo adobo, salt, pepper, definitely a mixed herb. Mm-hmm. Red chili flakes. Oh, okay. I love heat with yeah. eggs. If I don't put it in, I'll put sriracha over it or, like, some good old, like, any type of hot sauce, whether mm-hmm. it be Tabasco or a Jamaican hot pepper sauce or whatever. Mm-hmm. I love... Um, spice over eggs. I've experimented using curry powder. Okay. Um, only a little bit though. Mm-hmm. What else have I put in my scrambled eggs? Oh, like if I want like a little Italian type of thing, um, I definitely I swap out the mixed herb and just put 
uh, basil and oregano. Mm-hmm. Sorry, basil and oregano. Basil. And I cook it with uh, feta, which is just the best. So ever. good. I've not tried it with feta. You love it. Oh, no, what, it had... actually in it? You... Uh, well, like towards the end of, of cooking okay, it, yeah. I would you know, Sprinkle crumble it some up. in, yeah. yeah. You know what I also love with breakfast? Halloumi. Oh, so good. It's so good. Grilled halloumi. I think I could eat that alone. Like, wouldn't you like that with avocado, smashed avocado? I feel like you'd like those two together. No. No. <laughs> well, that's that, man. Well, that's that, then. I would like you to transport me to the dinner table. Pick an age between five and 12. Mm-hmm. What's for dinner? Oh. What's the setting like? Okay. Who was it with? When I was younger, there used to only be like three things I ate. And literally after school or something, it'd be a jacket potato with cheese and beans and turkey dinosaurs. That would be what my mum would cook me every single day because I was like, I just, the only food I had was like beige oven food. And even like when my mum on Sundays like cooked like Caribbean food and like my auntie and like my cousin came around and stuff, I was always still like, no, I don't think I like it. Can I just have (laughs) chicken potato and turkey dinosaurs? So I had that for literally probably until I was... Gosh, all the way through year six, like 10 and 11. Wow. That's all I had because I just didn't, I didn't think I'd like, I don't know why, I just didn't think I'd like Caribbean food. So I just stuck to like the basic junk food. Um, But I was, was, probably when I was like 11 or 12, I was like, oh, I'll give it a go. And it was like every Sunday, my mum always used to cook curry goat, rice and peas, mac, mac and cheese, and just the best mac and cheese ever, um, banana fritters. And it would just be like her and like my auntie, like in the kitchen. And um, the kitchen was right next to the living room. I mean, the dining room. And like me and like my cousins would just be like playing cards and stuff. And like there'd be music on and that. And that's what I remember like every every single Sunday probably until I went to, even through like secondary school, it's probably until literally I went to uni. And that was like our rituals, like Sunday afternoons, just like getting ready to eat a Caribbean feast. Oh. But it took me so long to like think I'd like it. I don't know. I feel like as I, when I was a kid, I just always... I was so regimented in what I ate for breakfast, lunch, dinner. Like I always, I never like branched out from it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. And then I regretted it. So for so long after I tried Caribbean food, I was like, oh, I've missed out on all of this. Yeah. And then it was right next to me all that time. Oh my goodness. Do you know what I mean? Do you still eat turkey dinosaurs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, after a night out. <laughs> or after a show in the evening when I go home, I'm like, I'll just put something in the oven. <laughs> Transport us to today. It's a night out. You've gotten home at whatever time in the morning. Uh Uh-huh. You feel however you feel. (laughs) We don't need to get into that. That's your business. But most likely you are hungry, right? Okay, yeah. 
what do you go to? Oh, it's probably a big bag of salt and vinegar crisps. Like it, like when I'm drunk or even after a night out, like the day after, all I want is carbs. So I want crisps. I want like wedges. Um, but yeah, big packet of crisps, either salt and vinegar or Thai sweet chili sensation crisps. Oh. Okay, I have another game. Okay. This is called Devour or Dispose. Okay, yeah. So I'm going to give you one item, mm-hmm. and your choice is to either devour it or dispose of it. Okay, okay. Cauliflower. Dispose. Agree. <laughs> Unless it's cauliflower cheese. Anything with cheese on, I'm fine with. <laughs> At which point, there's probably zero nutritional value in the cauliflower. Yeah, exactly. But cauliflower dispose. Red wine. Devour now. I've only just got into red wine. Like how recently? Like just this past probably year. Oh. Yeah. Do you remember the first type of red wine you had? Well, to me, it was weird because I always liked mulled wine, but I never tried just normal red wine. Mm. Um, But like, yeah, my best friend Jordan got me into, he likes Argentinian like reds. And he got me into that. And I was like, oh, because I always thought it would, like, because I like sweet, like, like rosés and like, I like sweet wines. Mm. And then, so I just thought the the red isn't going to be sweet or it's 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 just going to not taste. I'm not going to like it. But the wines he always chooses, like if we go out for dinner and stuff, they're like, they have a sense of fruitiness to them, which, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I didn't realise how good it was. Yeah. So yeah, red wine, absolutely devour now. Pair that with your close to blue steak. Your oh. sign's still delivered. <laughs> Get me that in flat iron, I'm ready. <laughs> caviar or fish roll? I've never actually tried caviar, I don't think. Not that I remember. So I don't know. If it was placed in front of you, would you eat it or throw it away? Yeah, I would try anything. Gin. Oh, devour. But that's a new one as well, because I used to always just drink vodka. But a good, like, gin. I like a flavoured gin, like an elderflower, like a rhubarb and ginger one absolutely devour mm. i went to a gin tasting in cambridge last year mm-hmm. um with my friend ricardo and we had the time of our life it was great gin yeah, yeah. and actually learning a bit of the history which is great but also once you're getting tipsy that kind of goes out of your head oh yeah but just like, when they try and ask you like what does this taste like at the start you're like it's okay and then when you get drunk you're like mm, this is sweet Ooh, this yeah is i like good. this yes <laughs> I love how your accent completely changed when you're talking Why about Why was I from gym. Atlanta? Oh, not Atlanta. <laughs> Why did I think I was a real housewife? Okay. <laughs> the most probably controversial one, coriander or cilantro. Dispose. Does it taste like soap to you too? Yeah, I'm not a fan. Oh. <laughs> Condolences. <laughs> I love it. Oh. I won't be eating anything you cook then. Oh, noted. <laughs> Marmite. Div- not devour, dispose. Mm-hmm. That's, I understand that. Yeah. I only just grew to like that. Pineapple on pizza. <laughs> I don't mind it, but I'd probably dispose it. Like I, would, like, I wouldn't personally choose it, but if I had to eat it, I'd eat it. But dispose. Mayonnaise. Oh, I love it now. Um, Devour. Yeah. Corn mints. 
Corn is a brand of meat substitute products. According to their official website, it all starts from the corn mycoprotein, which is the source of meat-free protein high in fiber and low in saturated fat. To make it, they take a natural nutritious fungus that grows in the soil and ferment it. I would devour it because basically when I food prep and if I do like a bolognese or something, I always food prep with veggie, with corn stuff, just because <laughs> I trust myself more to, <laughs> to, to, to prep a meat substitute, the natural meat. Blue cheese. Oh, I don't mind it, but despise. 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 Ooh, we have a new category. <laughs> Devour, dispose, despise. <laughs> Never to be eaten again. Despise. Despise. Tomatoes. Oh. Probably dispose, you know. <gasps> I know. But like every time I have a burger, I always take out the tomato and lettuce. So but I take out ketchup. I know, but the actual like tomatoes, sliced tomatoes is not for me. Is it the flavor or the texture? Probably the texture. Speaking of texture, oysters. Despise. Dispose. <laughs> Why do I keep saying despise? Maybe I should change that? the name of the game. Dispose. <laughs> dispose. Mushrooms. Oh, devour. Any type of mushrooms. <laughs> what? That for me. Mushrooms are so good. Me in my big grown age still look at mushrooms like I did as when I was a kid. Like mushrooms for like breakfast and stuff. And Mushrooms for breakfast. Oh, I forgot that's a thing. Yeah. No. <laughs> the texture. Oh, so good. And the flavor. Any type of mushroom. Okay. I'm in the transition period of liking mushrooms, but <laughs> I I don't like the regular, the white what, white button mushrooms, I guess. Yeah. Um, no matter how they're flavored, I just think once they're cooked, it's the that texture <laughs> that I just can't stand. I feel like t- plasticky. Something. Yeah. Just something. Play-Doh. I do. Play-Doh. <laughs> something I just don't feel like I need to have. Yeah. But... Um, my husband will make like a chicken and leek pie or chicken and mushroom pie and he'll put mushrooms in, but he'll like slice them really thin. And I think that changes the texture maybe. Yeah, it's not as rubbery. Or how it chews in the mouth or something. Yeah. But I can have that. Okay. But like, you know, the the English breakfast <laughs> with the mushrooms. So good. I dispose of them. Oh, you dispose. D- despise. Despise. <laughs> Dark chocolate. I like dark chocolate, but I don't like it too dark. Like, What's the highest percentage then? Oh. Don't say 56. <laughs> You're going to say 56%. Around there, That's yeah. That's just above milk chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Maybe 70. Thank you. That's real dark Maybe chocolate. Maybe 60. Ugh. <laughs> 65. Okay. <laughs> White chocolate. Despise now. Despise. <laughs> Why are you saying dispose? It's a bit too sickly for me now. Yeah. I used to love it too. Yeah. Like I transitioned from white I transitioned from white chocolate to dark chocolate. Like I always like milk, but it was always like milk and white or milk and dark. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Dispose of white. Celery. Dispose. Thank you. That's all we need Isn't to Isn't that say. just like water? It is water. I mean great for your hydration, I guess. Yeah. But But like I can just eating have water. celery sticks. Gross. <laughs> Now, I cook with it. Yeah. But raw celery? <laughs> uh-uh. And it's just too hard to eat. Yeah, no, no, no. no it's no, too no, hard no. to eat. <laughs> Tofu. Devour. If you, if you like season it right and stuff. I feel the same about tofu as I do about mushrooms. Oh. As I do about avocado. Oh. Tofu is like mushrooms and avocado 
had a baby and decided <laughs> to hate me. Do you need some like good tofu? I mean, I probably can't do it, but like if you go to like Mildred's or like the like the veggie vegan good restaurants, they do it really well. I'll let you know when I have it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is your guilty pleasure? Oh, well, probably my guilty pleasure is probably oven beige processed food. That is probably my guilty pleasure, to be honest. And what is something throughout your life that has been consistent for you that has been comfort? Can I say like in the past like 10 years? Yeah, sure. Why not? Sriracha mayo. Sriracha mayo? Yeah. Why? On Because you, you can have that with breakfast, you can have it with lunch, you can have it with dinner, you can have it with anything. What do you put on it for breakfast? Eggs. Lunch. Lunch, you could have like, you could do like, you can put it on mashed potato. You could put it on like chicken. Dinner, you could have it, you can literally douse it with like, like even if you have like a salad or like a chicken Caesar salad, you can put, you can put sriracha mayo on it. Sriracha mayo is on anything. But you don't eat salad. Yeah, I know, but if I did. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell us why you don't eat salad. <laughs> because it doesn't taste of anything. There you have it. <laughs> and that is a scientific Beige definition. food over bright, colorful <laughs> vegetables. But if I put sriracha mayo over everything, then maybe. And I think because I don't really like dry, dry food as well. Mm-hmm. So I feel like salad sometimes is just dry. But maybe with smash mayo, I like it. But it's a, it's, that defeats the point of having a salad, doesn't it? Not necessarily. You, you're kind of meant to dress a salad. Yeah, but probably not with that. Something a bit lighter. Oh, honey, where I come from, we have the thickest of dressing. Oh, yeah, the ranch. ranch. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't even eat anymore, ranch. but ranch, honey, honey. Whew. There's a series on Netflix called Marriage or Mortgage. Have you watched it? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they decide, yeah, yeah. and one of the weddings, like she was like, "I'll I'll use my deposit for a wedding if we can get a a ranch fountain." Yes. <laughs> I was like, "These people are crazy." A ranch fountain. Not <laughs> even like a cheese fondue, like a ranch fountain, uh, <laughs> which is the same thing. Yeah. No, cheese is different. Cheese fondue, though. Yeah, but that's cheese is cheese. Cheese is life. In front of us, we have a platter. Okay. Of piri piri chicken wings. Mm hmm. A croquette made of spinach. Potato and butternut squash. A selection of sushi, including one with crab, one with salmon and cream cheese, one with a prawn on top, uh, salmon and avocado, and one piece of just carrot. Mm -hmm. What on this plate speaks to you more? The wings. What on this plate would be a representation of you, flavor-wise? Oh, well, the wings. Should I tell you why? Yeah, please. Because I'm well seasoned. And hot, <laughs> baby. <laughs> That's the end of this episode of Blick the Plate. 
Thanks so much, Toyin, for joining me at the table for some food and a kiki. To find out more about Toyin, you can follow him on Instagram at ToyinTB. That's T-O-Y-A-N-T-B. As always, you can find links to the various things we discussed in the episode description and in the story highlights on Lick the Plate's Instagram at Lick the Plate Podcast. This is your host, Cameron, reminding you to savor your memories and sip your curiosities. And if you decide to spill the tea, always serve it up with some good vibes on the side. See you next week for another episode of Lick the Plate.